0: You're listening to the best of the Armstrong and Getty Show. Featuring our podcast, one more thing. So I mentioned during the fabulous Armstrong and Getty Show that it's the sixty year anniversary of maybe my favorite album of all time. And I hesitate to bring this up because I uh I it 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 it, it, it is so important to my 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 mind, my soul, that I feel like it cheapens it to even mention it. I've talked about it many times over the years, but yes. Well, and just to make
2: everybody who spends a lot of time online comfortable, as soon as you tell us what it is, I'll say that album sucks. Right. Okay? Worst album ever. Because <laughs> so if you somebody yeah. expressing yeah. a great love for something really needs
0: to hear your contrary opinion. Well, I'm only saying it, too, Shafi, if you've never listened to it, to give it a listen. <clears throat> the first album, The Monkees did. It's so good. Oh, and innovative. <laughs> and innovative. <laughs> No, it's the sixty eighth year yeah. anniversary of Kind of Blue, the greatest-selling jazz album of all time. And if you're a jazz fan, I know you roll your eyes and throw up in your mouth when I say that because it's like somebody saying "stairway." Swallow to it, Choke it down. It's like somebody saying "Stairway to Heaven" is their favorite Led Zeppelin song, and right. you're a Zeppelin fan or something Trey like Obs. Exactly. It's the greatest-selling jazz album of all time. What was it called? Kind of Blue. Kind of. And yeah, it's for people who haven't heard of it, and right. I didn't get into it. Well, this is one of the reasons I know it's important. So I started reading, when I came across the fact that it was uh, released 60 years ago, this week in 1959, I just got this rush of feeling that you get when you you start thinking about some of your favorite art, right? Which is very rare. I mean, there's a lot of music I like, or paintings I like, or movies I like, but there's just a few out there that are just like, you know, really mean something to you. Very few. Most art is over, most art is just entertainment. It's not art. Right. It's just entertaining. And it's fine. Which is fine. Absolutely perfectly fine. But it's not at the level of art like it actually has, you know, some emotional imprint on you that's very deep and whatever. So anyway, this 60-year-old album, I was reading a little bit from this book that was written about it. And the guy who wrote the book said he can remember the first time he heard it. And he said there aren't many albums like that. And I thought, I can remember the first time I heard it. Easily remember the wow. first time I was on my birthday. I bought it in Santa Cruz, California, at a, a music store. I thought, you know, I should get into jazz. And I asked somebody what jazz album I should give. You don't not just buy Kinda Blue because it's the greatest selling jazz album of all time. Yeah. Uh-huh. Miles Davis, Bill Evans, John Coltrane, and some other people well, that aren't. aren't as famous and they got together for a cup of coffee this one time they did a couple of takes cuz he was paying them scale they got $58 for the recording session wow and uh, they went into the the room and they they didn't have anything sketched out they improv the whole thing they did each each song twice it's four
5: song five songs on an album but anyway the, the just, artist on the best selling jazz album of all time got 58 yeah, bucks My, to do
0: it Miles Davis got royalties so i think he did gotcha. pretty well cuz it sold 7 million copies or yeah. something but but it, as the author of the book about it said, it gets into your into your skin. It gets into your brain. You can't stop thinking about it. It creates a mood that you can never shake. Wow. And so when I turned on just the first two notes of it, it's just like, whoa, it just takes me over. You know, And I don't have any other experiences like that.
2: I'm ashamed to say this. I've never listened to the whole thing. You know why? Because that album sucks.
0: Because it sucks. <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell you one thing about that kind of music or, you know, art, or any kind of art. It's not something you can throw on and it's like you get to the hook and you're tapping your foot. It's not like that right. at all. Yeah. You've got to be patient and stuff like that. But I'm, just, I'm mostly bringing it up because I'm amazed that stuff like that exists for me. I don't have many experiences like that. I'm not a person that goes to art galleries and you know rolls around in music and stuff like that. It was just, just, just this one is just, oh, my God. I was listening to it last night in bed while I was reading the biography just thinking, this is amazing. I don't know what that goes on there. I don't know if anybody really knows what goes on there when it when it actually reaches the level of art and like affects you in that way.
2: I bet neuroscience will nail down the the physical part of it at some point. They'll they'll show you what part of your brain lights up and how much you listen to this, that you read that, you watch that, and it's nice, it's nice and nice. Then all of a sudden, curb blowy, and then it's like we were talking about falling in love with somebody.
0: Yeah, and then from the artist's end of it. I guarantee you, those five guys don't know why that album is the greatest selling jazz album of all time. I mean, they they played other times, and they all did their own albums, and right, you know, they're some of them are fairly famous, but nothing like that. I'm sure they came out of it thinking that went pretty well. Yeah, probably. Yeah, yeah. I would like to know that. I haven't read the book. I don't know if they walked out of it thinking, wow, that was magical, or just okay, I made another fifty eight bucks. Now what do I got to go to the club and play tonight? I, I have no idea. Right. Um.
2: Yeah, well, you've mentioned that uh, the guys in uh, Leonard Skinner—they were asked when you recorded Sweet Home Alabama—did you think it was going to be a big? song? they said,
0: "Oh yeah, absolutely." Oh yeah, they're in the middle of it, thought, gonna this is going to make our, this is going to change our lives.
2: Yeah, but there, there are other stories of bands like the, the giant smash hit that everybody associates with them. They almost didn't put on the album because they weren't sure it was a strong enough song. Right. I, like,
0: you know, I can picture which would kind a, of disappoint you, wouldn't you? Wouldn't that make you doubt your own? Something? No, it just makes you think your fans are idiots. <laughs> right? It increases your contempt I, I, for
2: your audience. I thought my fans were better than that. Damn it! No, I no no I um I'm you know and listen I'm a small timer but I'm continually surprised at what people's favorite songs are from the Dead Flowers. Um, even friends of mine who I think I know their taste in music, I'm I'm always surprised. Um, I'm picturing like Led Zeppelin speaking of a Stairway to Heaven. I wonder if at some point they're sitting around the studio, you know, the album's about done, and one of the guys says, hey, Jimmy, what's that finger-picky thing you do? The one where uh, you said flute noises would sound good. <laughs> do you want to try that one? Flute noises. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the infamous Mellotron, a, uh, a keyboard of the early 70s. Um yeah, I wonder or if they knew. This is a monster. Or if they said, hey, what's that uh, song we used to rip off from that other band that's probably going to sue us in 40 years? Well, their estate will. We ought to try that one. Well, that's did my, they know?
0: This my recommendation, and it's certainly not a brilliant insight as it is, you know, all the critics have been hailing it for 60 years now. Wow. But, um, uh, you know, get a glass of wine, or if you smoke dope or whatever, put it on. Give yourself the full 45 minutes to take it in.
5: mm so I, I noticed there, there were a couple versions of it. So the the five song, forty five. Yeah, the minute, original version. of the okay. Yeah, because they
0: got the other outtakes and stuff like. But what, what, what's the point?
5: Yeah, there's what? one here that's a legacy edition. It's yeah, got So many that. tracks. Right? You don't think
0: so? No, no, definitely not. Why do you want the multiple tracks of the greatest selling album of all time?
2: I don't. Oh, just no. as curiosity as a musician.
0: Now, when you're taking it in as your first, well, eventually oh, 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 when you oh, get I see, there. Oh, oh, yeah. But I see you're what are you just you're taking saying. in yeah, yeah. the art, taking the album as it is? Because I've done that before with albums, and it's like. It no. just gets too mucked up right. with all the other no, crap. No, yeah. right. Eventually, it's cool to see, oh, you almost did it this way. Or, right. Blah, yeah. blah, blah, blah. No, I I totally hear you. Yeah, five songs, 45 minutes. And uh, they they sketched out, like, okay, this song's going to be two chords. We're going to go back and forth between C minor and A minor. That's all I'm telling you. Start. That's, that's the wow. way to do it. Three,
2: <laughs> yeah, I've heard
0: bands do that, and it's No, <laughs> <laughs> so so. they're not Miles Davis, John Coltrane, <laughs> and Bill Evans. No, they are not.
3: Just no, freaking, just talking about not. it gives
0: me a feeling. What? I don't. I, I need to l- l- delve into this more because art doesn't affect me like this. Mm. But that one does.
2: I don't know who you'd ask: a neuroscientist, a philosopher, a, an artist.
0: I mean, I realize some of you get that way over every Dave Matthews album or whatever. <laughs> and good for you. That's fantastic. I'm not criticizing that. It's just every
5: Taylor Swift song. <laughs>
0: oh, <laughs> right. yeah.
2: Now you're getting hurtful, Kylie Cyrus. Yeah.
0: Anyway, Miley Cyrus... Weren't you gonna put a filter in your news feed? So? Yes, I want a filter on my phone that keeps me from seeing any Miley Cyrus news. I need a filter on my cigarette.
2: That's we, what did... says. Yeah. Hilarious. we need. I'll come to you in your dreams. I'll
0: need... find a way. Need a filter on my phone for a lot of different celebrities. That is Joe's standard for everything. Unless you shoot the president or cure cancer, I don't want that story to reach me. The fact that you got a divorce or a new tattoo or went brawless in Manhattan. <laughs>
5: You can't ignore me, Jack. I'm everywhere. (laughs) You need me.
6: (laughs) If you like Kind of Blue, make sure you check out Rhythm and Youth by
0: Men Without Hats. (laughs) You're listening to the best of the Armstrong and Getty Show. Armstrong and Getty.
2: Armstrong and Getty. This is the best of
3: Armstrong and Getty.
2: So here's the topic I will never, ever get tired of, and that is... Human-animal hybrids. Oh, there you go. Chimera is the Greek term, I think. And the term used in this Gizmodo article, how has nobody thought of this so far? Ryan Mandelbaum. Mandelbaum. (laughs) (laughs) You're a genius, sir. You're your editor for coining the term humanimals. Yes.
5: Yes. Hum- yes. yes.
0: Humanimals. Can I
2: say that? <laughs> nah, he does not so far. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, humanimals! Oh, I love that. <laughs> so much. Humanimals. <laughs> humanimals. Start to say human, then yep. change to animal. Hey, I'm not the one that's becoming increasingly idiotic.
5: <laughs> <laughs> Creating a- human animal hybrids, right? Mr. Humanimals.
0: President. Is it? Are that? That's what the people on the musical cats are.
6: Oh, sort
0: yeah. of. Yeah, kind of. So, uh, uh, do they have a particular human animal in, in, in mind? Well, they are talking about uh, Japan. For the first
2: time, a government is supporting... Well, the first time we know about... I mean, North Korea, China, please. For the first time, a government is supporting a plan to create, an- create animal embryos with human cells and bring them to term, resulting in a type of human animal known as a human animal chimera. According to Nature... A committee from Japan's science ministry signed off on a request by researchers to grow human pancreases in either rats or mice. The first such experiment of ga- to gain approval since a government ban was reversed earlier this year. Now, those would be teeny little pancreases, wouldn't they? Are you going ju- gr- to grow a giant human-sized hey, pancreas? Hold me closer,
0: tiny pancreas.
5: Okay. <laughs> um, so it's either tiny uh, pancreases or giant rats, which yeah, I uh, think we've already stumbled uh, across, uh, across uh, one right? of the potential hurdles with this. I don't want no giant rats roaming around science labs.
2: Right, right. Or inevitably escaping and rampaging through the streets of Tokyo. To seek revenge because they have human pancreas. Ruining their subway yet again. (laughs) (laughs) After all the damage done by Mothra... Godzilla, Gamera, the course, Gojira, as Gojira, yeah. we the elite prepare to, uh, or prefer to pronounce.
0: <laughs> it. Um, I do always wonder that when I hear these stories, do they not have tiny little versions of what we want?
2: How do I, they work? I don't know that because I'm kind of ignorant on the topic mm. in spite of my interest. Mm. Uh, finally, we are in a position to start serious studies in this field after 10 years of preparation, said the lead researcher. Researchers have previously created human-animal embryos, such as sheep and pig embryos with human cells, but those pregnancies were terminated after a few days or weeks before the terrifying and troubling offspring were able to mature, if indeed they would.
0: This uh, <laughs> will have a horrifying end that nobody can even predict, right?
2: Yes, but this experiment, to be clear, aims to bring chimera embryos to term, resulting in the birth of real, living, breathing human animals.
0: You there's no reason to think that China is. I mean, there's practically as big an economy as us. They got a lot of money. Uh, is there any reason to think they don't have scientists that are doing this all the time, trying to create men with the strength of an orangutan or whatever,
2: <laughs> for instance? Although, yes, the answer is yes. The jaw strength of a great white shark. Wow. What, what advantage would that be? They Maybe bite it's, people. It's, yeah, try, right. try
5: to put handcuffs in a guy who could just bite right through anything, yeah. right? <laughs>
2: <laughs> uh, let's see. So, um, some of the biggest ethical questions, such as what happens if human cells get into a test animal's brain, seem to be addressed ooh, by...
0: ooh a good one.
2: Yeah, the, the study's design.
0: Yeah, how, mu- how much of a human brain do you need to have, or body, before you're then you're killing humans or holding them as farm animals or whatever?
2: Yeah, yeah. I ought to write the script for a, uh, uh, you know, uh, would it be horror? Well, I'd, it'd be sort of horror and more psychological thriller. Where they're breeding, you know, pigs with human organs. Some of the c- the cells get into the brain, and the thing uh, develops real human cognition, and looks kind of human, kind of a pig. It'd probably be the CGI, Sean. Humanimal Farm. I'm, I'm just
5: I'm spitballing
2: names right. for your book. I'm right. loving that. Uh, so it's got it. Just it's a pig that looks a little. Di- you remember that meme that went around? It. The caption was. Uh, would anybody like to adopt my dog? I can't stand the way he looks at me while I'm getting dressed. And it was a dog, but it had been photoshopped to have human eyes. <laughs> and it was friggin' disturbing, man. That thing haunts my dreams. Oh, I haven't man. seen that. Oh, it's so good. But So anyway, <laughs> if you had a pig that looked a little bit like that and had the thing kind of in a grunty, wooshy, What am I? Am I human? Who will love me?
5: Pigs got rather philosophical in a hurry.
2: Do I get
5: to vote? (laughs) (laughs) I mean,
2: come on! Freaky stuff! It's like the fly, but with pigs. That'd be my elevator pitch. What is truth? Right. No, no, no. It's not that, no, he's just worried about being a pig man, a human animal. Yeah. Right. Pig right. man. Greater concerns. I am delicious, is I what he would say. Why am I so delicious? <laughs> he's chewing on it. Right. Own. You, go to,
0: you go to slaughter the pig, and the pig looks at you and says, Don't you love me? Oh, okay. Yes, that's the moment in the movie where everybody just. Oh. Or no, no,
2: these are the first words the pig utters. Please don't kill me. And the audience just friggin' wets their pants. (laughs) Combination of horror, shock, compassion, sadness, bacon, (laughs) the smell of bacon.
6: I'm yeah, that'd you, be that great. Would, that'd be a smash
2: hit movie, Michael. You can scoff. They scoffed at the, the, the other geniuses, too. All right. <laughs> yes, they did. <laughs> God, and right at that moment in the theater,
6: they could blow through the scent of bacon. Cooking. Oh, well, really? No. Multi
0: sensual
2: yes. experience. Well, then nobody'd yes. have any sympathy for the pig. They'd be like. No, we're going to kill you. No, yeah. Sorry.
0: Don't have this movie come along at the same time as Smell-O-Vision. It's too much of a gimmick oh, yeah. added to mm. a breakthrough film. Yeah, you know? I mean, a re- thank you, Jack. Thank you for
2: your support. <laughs> it's not about bacon. It's about what it means to be human. Or mm. an animal. I don't know what it means to be an animal.
0: Well, you know, so there's, it, do, it doesn't say please don't kill me. I'm, I don't, I kill it. I don't even think twice about it. It does say, please don't kill me, and all of a sudden, I can't. Wait when minute. Right. Where's the line there? Right, and I see what you're saying. I, the line's pretty clear, Jack, if the pig can talk to you. <laughs> Let's see. <If> <laughs> really Non-talking <communicate>
2: pigs, talk. <laughs> yes. Talking pigs, no. <laughs> it's not that hard, Jack. Am, I'm making notes, so I remember. <laughs> right. If indeed I'm... If.
0: if you've been having a long conversation with your pig, you just can't say, well, anyway, that was interesting. I'm going to cut your head off. There's now. my ex, honey! <laughs>
2: This is the best of Armstrong and Getty.
0: Featuring our podcast, One More Thing. Available everywhere.
2: Get more info at armstrongandgetty.com.
0: You're listening to the best of the Armstrong and Getty Show. Featuring our podcast, One More Thing. Get more info at armstrongandgetty.com. So
2: uh, the Libra currency, Facebook, a wave of fakes purporting to sell or represent Facebook's not yet existent Libra currency have swept onto uh, social media, including on Facebook itself.
0: So I keep, uh, for some reason, I tune out every time this story comes up. Maybe it's because I'm not on Facebook. Um, is this started or yet or is this still no, just a proposal? No, no it doesn't exist, exist yet. Okay. And then what was the point of it? Why do they want to have their own currency? What will I will I buy stuff outside of Facebook, or is it for like products within Facebook, like Facebook t-shirts and stuff?
2: <laughs> if you're wearing a Facebook t-shirt, I'm going to punch you. <laughs> um,
0: uh, I mean, like, but, can I go to the gas station and buy gas with my
5: Facebook money? P.S. Uh, it is it is their attempt to get into the the peer to peer payment transfer, the, right. the kind of the war on cash thing. Cash is going away, according to a lot of people, and that this will enable. Them to if for instance if you have a kid in college you can just use your Facebook currency and give them twenty Zuck bucks and all of a sudden now they can you know they don't have to get the overdraft balance they can transfer it from their Zuck buck. To their their actual account,
2: so um, it's, that's, that's like the other ones that are big right now. Uh, I'm on right? the, the, oh. uh, the
5: Venmo, the one that was that's uh, the one. Partnered right. with PayPal, Square is another one. Uh, Wayfair is one that's what's, backed by a lot of the banks. Are the are probably the three big. What's right the now.
0: most omnipresent one? That's why I have I've stayed out of this so far. I'm waiting for one to take over.
5: Uh, the PayPal and then Venmo's then. probably got the lead on everybody. Right. Right. Okay. Yeah, yeah. But like that, I can pay at a
0: register or whatever. Is that Apple Pay?
5: Uh, Apple Pay is the only one that has uh checkout. Mm-hmm. Uh, the other one. I are... see
0: I see like six different symbols a lot of times on right. which well ones. I
2: can just tap my card. How lazy as am I <laughs> 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 I gotta Your regular I have Visa my card? phone in my hand, I guess, at all times. So the idea of reaching into my pocket and grabbing a credit card is just impressive.
5: But this is the difference between the Zuck Bucks and Apple Pay. Zuck Bucks, I don't believe, is trying to get it to where I can use it as registers. They are trying to get it to where they they are trying to get into the peer to peer uh money transferring game and uh and it because then all of a sudden they don't have to go through exchange rates and, and various right. things in international because it is a global company. But then once I send you the Zuck bucks, what
6: can you do with them? I I'm, can transfer it to my bank account Okay because yeah, they're backed by currency the Zuckbucks no. are going to be banked by currency well, well then why uh, well, they, they, then they, why
2: the hell would your bank accept it yeah if they're not backed by something
5: well, the same well the same reason why there are uh, I can buy and sell Bitcoin. Right. Like right. I, I have, there are apps where I can buy Bitcoin from my U S dollars and I can sell that Bitcoin back into my bank account as U S dollars. It is not backed by a currency in any ways. It's gotta com- be backed by something though. Cause like if I sold you this piece of paper for
0: a thousand dollars and you're stupid enough to yes. pay it for me, this is not then worth a thousand dollars to someone else.
5: Right. But there are enough people who have, who see value in Bitcoin that they will happily pay me for my Bitcoin. Same, the same way with, with the, the, the Zuck bucks. Right. It's, it's uh, This one will be a little bit different because they are trying to get backed by currency, which makes it less of a quote-unquote cryptocurrency I, right. than the I, Bitcoin I thing. I can't right. use
0: anything called Zuck
5: It's not That's called Zuck right. That's, That's what I call it Libra. because I'm dismissive <laughs> okay. of, of the yeah. company in general.
0: Yeah, exactly. Libra because, is the actual yeah. term oh, for them, right, but right. they are...
5: it's. It's Disneyland been, dollars for Facebook. If
0: we were called Zuckbucks, that's what would hold me up. Even if you like got three percent interest per day, I don't think I could uh, have anything called a Zuckbucks.
2: So there will be a network of exchanges that will allow people to buy and sell Libra using local money to but help does, instill trust in the new currency.
0: Right. But do 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 experts think that one will emerge as the most popular, or are we going to live in a world where we have?
5: One what 50. one one peer to peer payment thing mm. one cryptocurrency like what all the, of them I guess <laughs> well <laughs> no, no. no, no there are two different things like <laughs> no. the, the 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 whichever wins out of the Wayfair Venmo Square thing is not necessarily going to have anything to do with which right. cryptocurrency right. becomes the I most get popular.
0: That.
4: Hmm,
0: it's got to be. I don't know. Maybe it's not difficult to run a business if people got are paying you six different ways. Maybe it's not a problem. I have no idea. Or D- do different people take different percentages? I know, like, like if I PayPal something, it's 3%. Is it more on transferring money with other things? I don't have any idea.
5: Yes, but from what I've seen, they're all largely around the same. Mm. Kind of one of those weird things. You know how Bud Light and Coors Light always seem to be the same price right. at a grocery yes. store.
0: I'd like to not carry cash ever again right. in my life. It'd be fine can with you
2: me. I like it. I like a big can fat ama- roll. Can you imagine- The hoes love it. <laughs> can, you imagine-
6: <laughs> can you imagine trying to do the accounting behind all this, though? I mean cuz bitcoin has one value and the crypt- another currency has another value you know how many zuck bucks equal a dollar yeah
0: i'm involved you know. in a i'm involved in a non-profit sort of thing that i'm in, involved in and uh, and somebody brought up the idea we now need to start taking donations through i think it was venmo He's mm-hmm. right. like, do we have to? And then the young people wanted to, and the old people didn't. And but it's like the 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 the, the treasurer for this thing was right. like, I don't. How do I do that? I don't, right. It was easy before. I just count how many dollars I got, and I take them to the bank. And Us. but I suppose this is the future. It's pretty effortless.
5: And in terms of what is in it for Facebook, there are. So when you give Facebook money and they give you Zuck Bucks, then they have that money to do what they wish with until you cash out your Zuck Bucks. So in theory, they could be making investments or acquisitions or putting that money to work for them as they are holding your money in exchange for your Zuckbox. So they've become a bank. Yes, yes, when exactly. they do this, they will become the largest yep. bank in the world based on the number of of, of wow. customers they have. Wow! Right. I got to read the book of Revelations again. Zuckerberg is the Antichrist.
0: Immediately, Zuckerberg would be the president of the largest bank in the world,
5: correct? In terms of number of of users, right. maybe sure. not in necessarily money and holdings or whatever, but
0: well, it wouldn't take long to no. be a pretty big deal if you got you know however many billion users they've got. If everybody had a quarter in there, you'd have a lot of money.
2: Well, as soon as that news gets out that Zuckerberg is the biggest bank in the world, are you are going to have Google Gold? Because, you know, they'll be jealous, so
0: they'll have to have their own <laughs> currency. And Yahoo Yen will yeah. never stop. <laughs> yeah. No, no, it won't. Holding right. out for Bing Bucks. Yes. I
2: lost interest like 40 <laughs> seconds ago.
6: Well,
0: this is what happens to me every time this conversation gets going, and I think, you know what, I'm just going to keep doing it the way I've been doing it. It hasn't been that
5: hard.
2: Ven- Venmo is easy if people are on it. We've used it to pay dog sitters and like uh, you know if a guy forgets to bring cash to the golf course and you mm-hmm. lose twenty bucks, you
5: just Venmo it and that's. Yeah, the the most clear standard. example I have is anytime I go out with a group of of people that are my age or younger.
0: Pulling a, pulling a 20 out of my pocket is pretty easy, too. A, see, that's the that's You're the using hurdle.
5: your fingers like a sucker. That's the hurdle. It's not
0: that difficult for me to do that. I right. just I don't find it that... Right. Of the things I'll do today, it ranks way down on the list of difficult things I want to solve. When
5: it comes to time to split up the check, nobody pulls out the 20s and has that's to go to the bar the to make change. the problem with
0: eating us other human beings, which I never do.
5: <laughs> right. So if you <laughs> avoid that, then yeah, it's less reliable. But then, so, I would have
0: yeah. loved that. I would have been on that immediately back when I used yeah. to eat with people, because yeah. That was my least favorite oh, part of that. any oh. social interaction. We've finished eating, we're all drunk. She might come back to the walk back to the car with me. We're going to sit here for 20 minutes. And some of you got cash. Some of you got a card. One of you wants to co-sign a two-party-out-of-state check. Yes. And we're going to put this all in a pile. Was only
2: $9. And you yeah, liked right. the
0: service, and you didn't. And we don't know what the tip's going to be. And I hated that.
5: Yeah, so now the person who's savvy enough, to tip over the table and cause a distraction and run out the door. <laughs> like the waiter. Exactly.
0: <laughs> exactly. Now just exactly. the one person
5: who pays attention the most to their credit card points says, Hey, no, I got this. I'll put it on the card. And then everybody just Venmo's them or squares yeah, or, or mm, Zuckbucks I, them the amount. I have a question. Venmo. Okay, Venmo, you're basically drawing on a bank account that has money in it, right? It's like a debit card. All the, no, no, all these things, you pay money in exchange for digital currencies.
6: Okay, so you've given someone actual money, yes. and then they say, "Okay, well, you've got, you gave us fifty bucks, so you have fifty bucks in your Venmo account." Yes. Okay.
2: All right. I just well, like PayPal is hooked to a credit card. Right. Correct. Yeah, yes. So uh, there's no... What are you talking about, Sean? Quit making stuff up. <laughs> what do you want
6: to make up? <laughs> you know, I, I, I,
2: there's no cryptocurrency that I'm no, in I, for didn't, I didn't say yeah. cryptocurrency. <laughs> we, we,
0: there's two different things we're talking about here it at was? the same time as if they're the same thing. <laughs> yes. It happens all the time. And I try to keep it straight. <laughs> You're just a liar, and keep, everybody knows it. I keep it. going oh, back and God. forth between two completely different things, like, <laughs> like dogs and elephants. Right. Zap like 45
2: yeah. seconds, folks. Right. Zap back and listen to Sean's lies. <laughs> <in a podcast. laughs> he can't open his mouth without lying. How about oh, you vend me a point? <laughs> Venmo me a point. That would have been <laughs> good if I could have said it. <laughs> what?
5: Fix that in post, Michael. Yeah. Venmo your point to someone. Yeah.
0: If you ever have one! <laughs> now I see what he's driving at. <laughs> uh, <flies. laughs> Lies! Lies!
2: Armstrong and
0: Getty. You're listening to the best of the Armstrong and Getty Show.
2: Armstrong and Getty. This is the best of Armstrong and Getty. So I got two uh, two listicles for you. I'll let you choose, Jack. You either have the founding fathers ranked as, just in general in height or as founding fathers. Okay. their founding father skills. Or the Founding Fathers rated as fathers.
0: <laughs> fathers to their own children. Yes.
2: Huh? Yes. Hard to pick a favorite for me, and I've read it all. I just, I don't know. I don't know which one is better. Certainly a different time. Different era. Are you going to judge by today's standards? Mostly. Yes. Yes. Um, well, the Founding Fathers as fathers. That's what I choose. Unless you have, uh, you want the other one. No,
0: I'm just, if you're gonna, Unless you think they're both really if stupid. If you're going to use today's standards, though. What standards do you suggest? Made me feed the slaves is, you know, and it's, that's not <laughs> not, that's not being a good dad <laughs> that's by today's that. standards. Is
2: that right? No, not really. What, do you want the slaves to starve? I don't see your point at all. All right, the founding fathers is fathers. Number eight, Thomas Jefferson. They call him the deserter. He uh, went off to France. He was widowed, you know. He went off to France uh, to serve as minister and left his two daughters behind. Only after hearing that one had died of whooping cough did he send for his other one, who didn't want to leave her aunt and go to dad, and she had to be tricked onto getting under the ship to Europe. You know, Which is rough. <laughs> TJ's one of the... Cl- Close your
5: eyes. Now, walk this way. <laughs> How do you do that? TJ's yeah.
0: one of the classic... Um... You know, love the art, not the artist, or whatever. If the art oh, yeah. is crafting, yeah. uh, crafting a country, because man, when I read about his personal life, he spent beyond his limits all the time, and he was so into looking good and having the cool stuff and having the pretty house and uh, and spending beyond his means, and mm-hmm. just
2: just there's sort of really not a good way to run your life. Oh no, he was wildly irresponsible, and then he, he got was the whole also
5: three different kinds of genius. Yeah. I'm too stuck on the tricking them onto a boat. Now, pick a card, any card. Now, was your card a ticket to go see your father? Yes, it was. (laughs) Right.
2: No, I'm thinking it's, uh, hey, hey, they got some super-looking whales over here. You want to go see some whales? Yeah, I like whales. She gets on the boat. All of a sudden, she's way out at sea thinking, where's the whales? (laughs) Right. (laughs) Exactly. So they call him the uh, deserter. Then number seven, Alexander Hamilton, the loud and proud. Mm. He was a loving father who possessed his ambition. And he passed it on to his children. The problem was he also passed on his worst traits, his pride and inability to close his mouth. Evidently, his 19-year-old son got killed in a duel he entered over defending his unfaithful father's honor.
0: You know, Allegedly. You know, I'd have to think about it for a, for a second, but the people that I, that I admire for their accomplishments that were also good parents... I can't come up with any off the top of my head, let alone very many. Mm. There's lots of people that I really admire for their accomplishments, <clears throat> either in literature, government, art, punditry, whatever, were terrible parents because they dedicated their life to that stuff. Right. They shouldn't have had kids, actually, right. if they were going to dedicate right. their lives to that. So mm. I'm, uh, that's a tough one right there. Yeah. I wonder if those two are, 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 for the most part, don't go together. Oh, I don't know. That's an interesting thought. I think John Adams was a good father, from what I yeah, read. Well,
2: we're still counting him down. Yeah, number okay. six, a better dad, but not a great one, James Madison, the enabler. He actually didn't have a kid. This is a stretch. It was his... Um, uh, he had one craptacular stepson, according to... <laughs> <laughs> <the> <laughs> <court>. <laughs> <laughs> You're craptacular. Is editorializing? Dolly Madison's son, John Wayne Todd, uh, was a violent alcoholic with a crushing gambling addiction. Well, that's not his fault. Well, he, he, but he, he kept paying his debts. He enabled him. All right, yeah. that's a tough call. Yeah. <laughs> Number five, Ben Franklin, the asexual reproducer. Ben Franklin had an illegitimate son, William. William had his own illegitimate son, illegitimate son who Ben raised. What's interesting is the identity of both mothers is unknown. So and this says, not only did William inherit his father's mutant ability to reproduce without a female, blah blah blah. That's a bit of a stretch. That's, that's but, a trick. But he seemed to uh, he, he raised and loved his uh, his his bastard son, so that's nice. Uh, number four, John Adams, the pressure cooker. He was a tiger dad. He put the heat on his son. When his listen to this, folks. You want to talk about judging by present uh, standards? When his son John Quincy was just ten years old, Adams urged him to read Thucydides' history of the Peloponnesian War in the original Greek, as it would prepare him for the part which may be allotted to you to act on the stage of life.
0: Just like my dad. No wait. <laughs> or I'm doing for my son. No wait.
2: You read the translation? Yes. I told you the original Greek. No. No. Uh, no dessert.
0: They're an amazing family lineage. The oh, Adamses. Yeah.
2: yeah. Uh, but he's only number four, Jack. Amazing as that lineage may have been. Number three, George Washington, the military father. Are we counting up to good fathers? Yes, or, okay, we're good. counting them down from worst okay. to first. All right. <laughs> 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 worst to <laughs> first, yes. They say that uh, George was cold and distant, but uh, the Marquis de Lafayette called him my adoptive father. Uh, Alexander Hamilton, John Lawrence all considered
0: him an adoptive dad. That's common in the, in the reading the biographies of a lot of like really successful men where they... They were more doting on uh, like younger proteges or other people's children than they were their own. It's it's an interesting thing. He did not have his own, only his stepson, Jackie, who was a disappointment to his stepdad. As
2: a child, Jackie, and I quote, did not much like books. As an adult, he didn't like to amount to anything.
0: Chopped down the cherry tree and then lied about it.
2: Uh, yeah, right. He gambled, etc. Um so uh, but again, you know, he did his best. Number two, James Monroe, the family man. Several founders spent their time as diplomats in Europe. James Monroe is the rare one who brought his wife and kids with him everywhere he went. Hmm. And in a brief uh, exception, when he was away practicing law, he inquired about his baby uh, uh, Eliza and had ex- uh, affectionate nicknames for them. Yes, um, Sean. A little clingy.
5: Hmm? <laughs> <laughs> Son my a business trip. <laughs> what? What? Right. What? Why, why? Yeah. <laughs>
0: they, had, they had different views of that sort of thing back then, but sure. the, the idea of leaving my kids especially when they're little for months is just it's a non-starter. But military people do it all the time.
2: And number 1, he <laughs> might shoot you in the belly if you say the wrong thing, but he was a hell of a dad, Aaron Burr, everybody. Aaron Burr. Uh, Burr strongly believed that women should be educated as well as men and indeed ext- introduced a bill in Congress to give women the right to vote 136 years before they got it. Wow. Uh, he insisted on a well, while- What did
0: all the guys say under their breath when he introduced <laughs> that bill? Oh, somebody's for oh, you. Yeah. <laughs> Hoping to get a little Alex, <laughs> All right, sorry, Aaron Aaron Burr. Yeah, yeah. Uh,
2: he insisted on a well-rounded education for his daughter that included geography, math, Greek, Latin, French, etc. And he believed that women should be educated every bit as well as men.
0: And he shot and killed Alexander Hamilton.
2: Exactly. In a weak moment, what are you going to do? <laughs> Nobody's without sin, Jack. Uh, so there you go. what was that about? as duel.
5: I know. I know that duel happened, but I don't know. I mean. Wh- did they just happen all the time? Did he step on his his shoes, and that's just how you settled? It was
0: usually over honor of some sort. So uh, yeah, who dishonored the other one, in what way? I don't even remember. I'm uh, sure
5: I've read uh,
2: it. I 50 think it was times, about though. a woman. Let's Generally, see. Is. Yeah. all right. It's yeah. time. Yeah. Bros before. Well, you know uh, the rest of it. Oh, uh, let's see. Hamilton was a Federalist. Burr was a Republican. The man clashed men clashed repeatedly in the political era. Oh, what
0: was the
2: <coughs> what was the point were they, were
5: they like the Bernie McConnell of the day? Just had decades of, of was, going back and forth. It was the yes, but it was the New York governor's race of 1804 that pushed the
2: two men to violence. In that election, Burr turned his back on the Republicans and ran as an independent. Uh, Prospect of Burr leading New York mortified Hamilton.
0: Mention the hot chick.
2: Yeah.
0: Where's yeah? Where's the chance? Yeah, and he weird.
2: badmouthed him in a letter to a newspaper, oh, hoping that a victory on the dueling ground could revive his flagging political career. Burr challenged Hamilton to a duel. So I guess there wasn't a
5: badmouth. <laughs> <it> political maneuvering. <laughs> so but how were du- uh, how
0: were duels supposed to go down? Was the hope that one of you would apologize and you wouldn't have to go through with it most of the time?
2: Or uh, one or both of you shoots in the air and says, "I guess I showed you." And right. you go back to uh, you know dancing the uh, the gravat. Because they didn't
0: they didn't Gavotte. They didn't literally most of the time intend to duel to the death. I don't think. I don't think most of the among, time among people at that level of accomplishment and age and wealth, it just seems like, "Over my honor, I will die for this." Uh, are you? Do you want to? How about wait, I just apologize or pretend you didn't say that or something. Right? Yeah. Yeah.
2: So I guess it was uh, bad-mouthing each other in the press. I read uh, recently in one of the many biographies of Lincoln I've read that he was... He spent a lot of his time writing scathing and sarcastic editorials about his political opponents under assumed names. It was like it was like <laughs> online comments. It was like YouTube comments. Right. Kevin Durant with his burner account. Exactly. Right. Yeah. He would exactly. say horrific things about people. Signed uh, uh, Ed Jones, and, and you know, and, and but people would find out it's Ed Jones, and people wanted to punch him in the face all the time. Abraham Flinken. <laughs> exactly. So old Link was trolling before. Trolling was in. How about that? How about that, Abe Lincoln? (laughs) This is the best of Armstrong and Getty.
0: Featuring our podcast, One More Thing. Available
4: everywhere. Get
1: more info at armstrongandgetty.com. More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia.
2: He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny. The warmth of Fredo and the coldness of
1: Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos' picture was already up on the wall. Listen to more than a movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
3: I'm Saleha Mosen, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States.